I would say to parents, you know what? You can't take shortcuts here. You got to do the hard work of living what you want them to learn. Live what you want your children to learn. You ain't been there, and then you ain't, and you ain't just this or did that. It don't matter. Just love on them. Or love yourself. So you have to go back and love on them. It's okay. Whatever love on them. When you look back on your life, what's one thing you needed to hear your father say? And, um, that's my experience. And I can only go off of whatever I, I've experienced for almost a decade. Persistence. Persistence don't get you where you gotta go. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. Why does it seem odd? Because you're now listening to Fatherhood Friday Season 5 with your host with the most traveling coast to coast charmer. How are you doing this Friday morning, afternoon, and evening? Well, I'm doing well because I just quoted Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Why? Because it's Friday. And so today, uh, we're going to be speaking to another author that I happen to meet at Summit Worship Center that is a pastor, uh, Oklahoma University graduate, and now currently has a book out called Things That You Ought to Know, a book based around this podcast, Fatherhood. And I thought it would be interesting to interview him and pick his brain about the book. Allow me to welcome, without further ado, Mike McDaniel. How are you doing today? Hey, man, thank you so much, man. Uh, honored that you would have me on. And, and I appreciate a little ice cube, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I was, I was surprised uh, when you were at the men's group that you knew who ice cube was. Come, come on, man. Listen, I, if you if you 40 ish, 45, 47, you had to be asleep not to know who Ice Cube was. Yeah, that's true. That's, that, that's true. That's true. That is true. I'm not going to say when I knew about Ice Cube, because that might make you feel older than what you are, but I, <laughs> I did know who he was. All right, good. And I did good. know that song from, from days of elementary school. <laughs> okay, cool. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> All right. And so, uh, you know, before we begin, uh, you say you're, you're from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, right? Yeah, man. Born and raised. Um, went to John Marshall High School, local school here, and then obviously played football at the University of Oklahoma, along with Eric Moore, who I was with at the Summit uh, Worship Center. Nice. And so if, if somebody has never been to Oklahoma, can you share one thing about Oklahoma that people might not know? Well, yeah, you know, maybe they don't realize that we actually um, have black townships here historically, like like 13 of them, um, black cowboys galore, 
very, rodeos are very popular in the African American community here. Um, you know, just a wonderful, uh, quiet place. Yeah, man. And and what you might not know is a lot of families, family trees start from Oklahoma, including mine. I, I'm, my family tree on my dad's side started from Oklahoma in a small town. You might not even have heard of it called Wontunga. Oh, let me tell you, my uncle lives in Wontunga, married to a woman that's from Wontunga right now. Wow. Okay, so you 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 with it then. Oh, absolutely. And so Watonga is one of those African-American towns that, uh, you know, people go back for reunions. It's it's a lot going on in Watonga, man. Yeah, that's where my family tree started. Uh, and and uh, my name is, I'm named after the, the, the original Chalmers. So, uh, yeah, man, all started from Watonga, Oklahoma. And we migrated to Kansas and Denver. And, you know, that's where my upbringing is. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. And so um, before we get into your book, I do want to ask you one question about Oklahoma um, as, as far as, you know, black culture. I'm hearing talks about uh, the Black Wall Street in Tulsa being revived. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, obviously this weekend there were a lot of activities planned for in Tulsa to honor the, the 100th year massacre of the Tulsa race riots uh, the Tulsa massacre is what they call it um, yes and so there's been some economic resources and finances I believe that are being put into uh, what they call Greenwood area um, actually I just had an opportunity to be up there last weekend preaching for uh, Pastor Anthony Scott who passes the First Baptist Church North Tulsa which is a historical church that was also impacted uh, by the, the, the race massacre so uh, I think some of the activities were canceled. Uh, I think President Biden and, and the likes were supposed to be there this weekend. But no, man, they're making a huge effort to kind of revitalize, uh, kind of reshape what that Greenwood area looks like. And just uh, FYI, interesting fact, Greenwood, if you know the the, the musical group Gap Band, mm -hmm. uh, uh, that comes from Greenwood, Archer, and Pine, right? That's where the mm -hmm. Gap Band is from. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to keep my ears to the laptop and i can't wait to see what they do with greenwood and, and maybe have the potential of revitalizing black wall street that's exciting to know yeah yeah it's really cool so enough about enough about what's going on you you have this book here called things that you ought to know um that you recently released uh what was the reason for writing this book um, so, so it, it's, it's things that I think you ought to know from a father to a son. And to be honest, man, when, when I think about being a man and, and thinking about my life and, and the life I've had with my two sons thus far, you know, and, and going through life together, I just decided that, you know, I, I need them to know some things from me, uh, whether, it's now or when I'm gone. And so I just kind of wanted to share my heart uh, with my sons. And so this became the the product of conversation uh, that I would like to have and have had with my boys uh, over, over their lives thus far. So uh, they're just some simple principles that I, that I think they ought to know. And the reason why I say ought to know is because they're beyond the place where I can tell them what to do. So it's just really my suggestions to them uh, and thinking and helping them to live a, a better productive life. 
Yeah, and uh, I would agree with that. I think that was one reason uh, why I started this podcast because I wanted to leave behind a trail to let my kids know or or my grandkids know that you know I was here and 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 know more about me as a dad. Um, you know, my my dad and grandfather they didn't really leave anything behind when they passed away, so it wasn't a lot I knew about them. You know what I mean? But with this podcast, it allows me to do just that. Yeah. And, I, you know, and so we we talk about leaving a legacy. And yes, you, you want to leave your kids some material things. But I, I think what what I've been told is not necessarily what you can leave in their hands, but what you can leave in their hearts. And so and, and I would add to that, to their head and hearts. So um, and I think sometimes just as a man, uh, my mother and father were not married. I know my father. He was a wonderful man to me. Um, but but I just wanted to share intimately with my sons. And I think, you know, masculinity uh, somehow makes us believe that we can't show emotion, but but we really should. And so there are some principles. Gotcha. Um, what, what were some of the challenges you faced as a father to your children? Hello? Hello? If you can hear me, I can't hear you. Hello, hello, hello. So in this book, Things That You Ought To Know, uh, what were some of the challenges you, you talk about as a father to your children? Well, so so there, there are 27 principles. So so, for example, the first one is learn how to say I'm sorry. And so as a father, I took that that moment to uh, issue an apology to my sons for for, you know, it was an acknowledgement that I haven't been a perfect dad. And I think that was a challenge because, and I think that's a challenge in parenting and being a father. And I was raised in an era where parents would never apologize to their children for the most part. Uh, but I thought it was important to share that. And so that, that was challenging. Uh, another principle in there is um, learn how to be vulnerable. And that's what I was alluding to earlier about sometimes masculinity doesn't lend itself to being vulnerable or showing emotion. And, and there are tons of stories from young men whose fathers were never loving toward them, never said the words. Uh, and so I wanted to be different. I wanted to be vulnerable with them. Gotcha. Um, so you have three kids, right? Two sons and a daughter. I do. Uh, uh, the oldest boy, 23, youngest boy, 20, and a baby girl who's 10. You know, as being a father to them, what what's something that you know, a challenge that you faced amongst all your children. Here's the thing. The, the, my biggest challenge as a father was this. I had to relinquish my dreams for them and allow them to pursue their own. Mm. So, for example, my oldest son played football. Uh, both the boys played football, uh, went to the Air Force Academy. The oldest boy did. And then he did, you know, he only stayed for a year or so. And and then, you know, I had plans like, hey, man, you need to do this, you need to do that. But then I had to realize that I can't, he can't do what I want him to do. He has to live his own life. He has to pursue his own dreams and ambitions. 
And at the moment that I stopped trying to force or to push my agenda up on him and support his agenda, I, I, I tell you, I became a better parent. Right, because I think what you're saying is is that it's 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 control versus influence. Absolutely, absolutely. And then sometimes we got to be honest, Chalmer. Mm-hmm. We we got no control, and sometimes very little to no influence in moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the truth. And and that's okay, you know, because over time, consistently, you know, it works out. But but I really did. I, the moment that I decided that, I, I became, I think, a better father. Wow. Okay. So what about what? Uh, you have a, a daughter that's Tim. What about her? Well, listen. Um, <laughs> I've been a different father to her already. I'm sure. And both the boys would probably say <laughs> they they would say I've been a good daddy, but they would also say, "Daddy, you haven't disciplined her like you've disciplined us." Right. So. Uh, I've I found that a little difficult to do with this girl, uh, but you know I, I think I'm I'm an open parent, right? So they can pretty much tell me anything, and so you know I've doted on her. I don't want her to suffer from a lack of confidence or not being affirmed and all those kinds of things. So uh, our, and our relationship is a little different from the boys. You know, uh, she blessed the, her daddy's latter days. So, uh, but yeah, so it's it's been a fun experience so far. She's just ten. So we haven't had some of these transitions and adolescence just yet. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And so give me a reason. Why did you title this book, Things That You Ought to Know? It's almost like as fathers, we we don't know or we don't see this coming. Why did you title it that? Well, it's, it's more so I wanted my boys to just, you know, it's almost like the way I really talk, right? This conversational talk. Uh, so I want them to know these principles, I think, will help you in your life if you apply it. Now, the book is almost written in a devotional kind of a way. Um, mm-hmm. And so it starts off with the passage, not that I'm trying to explain it. And then it tells the story. And then there is, you know, a quote at the end. And as a former athlete, I can see athletes picking this up. Uh, it's, it's just encouraging, I believe. And then there's some there's a point after every principle that it asks two questions uh, that you can answer and then hopefully you can grow by. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, the questions are what events or individuals do you remember during these times? And the second question is, what lessons did you learn? How can they be applied to your life and the lives of your children? Right. So you really get to you get to read it then you get to ask yourself these two questions. And so hopefully grow by it. So so for me, I wanted to attempt to just press upon their on their minds and hearts with these principles. Okay, so I know your the book is kind of somewhat dedicated to your children. Yep. But like what if a person like myself reads the book? What will I learn about you or about your family after reading this? Well, you 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 will uh you'll learn that um I I share you know sometimes when when you are in the public and you share stories as a speaker you're oftentimes the hero or you 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 are often the one uh, who overcomes and has some success but what you'll learn about me is I actually I actually share some failures right you no know, not any gory not you know what are you going you know tell all my dirty laundry but but I, but I'm not I'm not always winning in some of the stories that I share I talk about the losses 
uh, because L's help us grow too. So you'll learn that. Um, you, you'll learn, you know, about some of the people that influence and impacted my life, right? So uh, I know most of us are familiar with, with Blake Griffin, the basketball player. Well, mm-hmm. his father coached me in high school and I've known Blake since he was in diapers, right? So, uh, and his older brother, Taylor. And so, you know, so you'll learn about some of those guys who influenced me, Andy Bogart, which is a football coach, and Clyde Ellis. And so you, you'll you'll get to know some of the people that impacted my life, um, you know, my educational pursuits. Um, you, you'll learn a little bit about my boys, um, but there are pictures in the book also, but they tell different stories. So you'll actually get to see my family. Wow. Okay. 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 And so, um, where, where can we find this book? Is it, is it on Amazon? Is it, is it locally? Where, where, where can we find this book? You can find the book on Amazon. Uh, things that I think you ought to know from a father to a son. You can also go to our church website, uh, nmbc-ok, um, www.nmbc-ok.com. Uh, that's Northeast Missionary Baptist Church. So it's available on Amazon, or you can go order it on our church website. Nice, nice, nice. And, and so 27-day 20, devotional, a book that gives you insight into your real life as a dad and some of the life lessons, you know, you've learned through, you know, hardship and challenges. Um, why do you think it's important to list some of those those hard times you know what i mean because i mean you're, you're not just a father you're a pastor and sometimes pastors can paint this picture like everything's all right everything's going well but you you're 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 not just showing the good side but you're showing the bad side of being uh or the rough sides of being a father so so here's the thing i think you're right sometimes we paint this picture as, as, as if everything is great rosy but I think without telling about the adversity, without the failures, I don't think the picture is what it could be. I think that when we share our struggles and when we go through them, they add a depth and a texture to our lives that we would not be able to experience or have had we not had some of these experiences. It is absolutely necessary for us to share our our faults and our failures because they help us grow i can dig that what is a good person in the bible to look at as far as a father well listen when when you look at all of those men in the bible they they were you know you you they all have faults they all have failures when you start um when you start looking at 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 David, obviously, he had a lot of stuff going on in his family. You can you can look at um, Jacob. Um, uh, is it Jacob? Um, and, and some of the struggles. Uh, who, whoever was married to uh, Laban. Uh, yeah, you look at Jacob. That's who I meant to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Even look at Joseph. Look at look at Jesus's dad. He struggled, right? Uh, his earthly father, if you will. Right. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't tell. You can look at even Abraham, right? The father uh, of many nations. And, and as, as, as good as they might've been on one side, they still had some shortcomings. So ultimately Christ becomes the example, you're right. You know, in terms of principles, in terms of how to love and, 
and how to treat one another. So uh, that's ultimately uh, who you look at. All right. So I'm going to check out Joseph, Jacob, David, and just look into their lives as a father to see, like you said earlier, the depth and the texture of who they really are, their wins and their losses. Oh, yeah. They got them. And then I would I would ask every man to look at his own life and evaluate and 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 and, and see where where they can become better men and better fathers. Absolutely. And so I'm gonna leave you with one question because I know you got some other stuff to do. Um, if your son or sons ever listen to this podcast episode, what's one thing you want them to know about you as a dad? I, I would always let want them to know one: your daddy absolutely loves you. Um, and, and in closing, the, the last principle of the book is I'm proud of you. And I think I shared this at the summit. And this is what I would want my boys to know, that there are moments that I might be disappointed, but I'm always proud. Right. And I think that they need to know um, that I'm that I'm proud of them. And I believe that the Lord has so much in store for them. Well, I'm going to end it there. I like how you left that quote that. I might be disappointed, but I'm always proud of you. Always. And so this has been another episode of Fatherhood Friday Season 5 with your host with the most charmer. And I'm signing off with Mike McDaniel and his book, Things That You Ought to Know, available on Amazon. Uh, right now, you can pick it up or at his church website. Um, if you like what you hear today, you can also listen to this episode on my website, www fatherhoodfridays.com be sure to follow me on social media um and if you if, if it's pressed upon your heart you can always donate how can you donate by typing going to google typing in fatherhood fridays apostrophe s look for the anchor fm.com link and click support and you can support anywhere from 99 cents to 4.99 to 9.99 which will be surely appreciated until then we will see you next Friday again here at Fatherhood Friday. All right, Mike. Talk to you later. All right, man. Peace. Thank you. Yep. No problem. And here's a sneak peek into next week's Fatherhood Friday episode.